I don't really listen to podcasts. I mean, there's so many, right? But when I do, I tune in to Bad Hombres. You know what I'm talking about? My good friend Christopher Manessis. I mean, this guy's teaching you ways to become a Don Juan, right? To get more dates. I mean, isn't that what all you guys want to do? What am I doing wrong? I mean, what's her problem? I thought everything was going great. <laughs> Come on, Snapperhead. Just tune into the show. <laughs> gentlemen we have the one and only alpha male michael collins in the house straight up from colombia medellin how you doing yeah, what's up yeah i'm good brother how are you i'm good i'm good man let me see uh let me see that view you got man i'm so jealous yeah let me show you oh wait Damn. So i've got that view and i also have this view all my food <laughs> that's awesome yeah so um, let me turn this camera around. Oh, sorry. Living the life, man. Living the yeah, life. Yeah, it's, um, it's great to be on your podcast, bro. It's great to be live with you. I've seen your work and stuff. I really respect what you're about. And uh, yeah, man, it's just a pleasure to be here with the bad hombre. The bad hombre. Hey, man, it's a pleasure to be here with the alpha male, bro. Listen, man, I, I like your group. And before we get started, do you want to just uh, give the name to the group so, so people can find you? Yeah, so it's a private group on Facebook. It's called Alpha Male Mindset, Confidence, and Inner Game. Mm. And uh, basically what the group is about is uh, teaching guys how to be disciplined and how to gain freedom through, um, through living a life by design. You know, I think too many guys in our society are victims to negative subconscious programming and that makes them not approach women, that makes them eat unhealthy, that makes them not respect themselves. And uh, the time for that is over, guys. You know, once you become an action taker and you consistently have integrity in your life, you find that all of this stuff is easy. Pickup is easy. Getting financial freedom is easy. Traveling the world and living your dream is easy. You know, it's, things are, are much easier these days because we live in a society full of people that have no discipline. So if you have discipline, you will be on the right path. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Tell me about the story about uh, behind the Colombia. How do you end up there? So I'll give you a bit of a backstory, right? So yeah. two years ago, um, I'm from South Africa. And two years ago, I decided like, this uh, life is not for me. I had a wood business. I, had, I was comfortable, but... I wasn't traveling the world and living the life of my dreams. So I decided to leave, sell the business. I went to Vietnam. I started becoming a pickup coach. And um, then I traveled around Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, Thailand. Then I went to Israel. Then I went to Poland. Then back to Israel, then to Ukraine. And now in Colombia. And uh, one of the guys in my group hired me uh, to coach him here. So one of the things that I uh, came to a realization recently 
is that I teach more mindset, more uh, lifestyle than pickup because you can't get good results with women unless you are living a disciplined lifestyle and you have a world to bring her into that brings her security and um, adventure, but mainly security. You know, a female is designed to find a male, biologically speaking, and uh, from uh, evolutionary uh, psychological perspective, they are designed to find a male who would protect them and provide for them and, and give their offspring the best chance of, of survival. So, I mean, if you're a disciplined guy, then you match that criteria. If you're not a disciplined guy, if your room is a mess, if you're eating shit food, if you're not living with integrity, then you will never get good results with females. Yeah, that's definitely a great point, man. And I, what I've noticed in this Facebook group that I belong to, if guys just want that turnkey solution, they want to have the text messages templates, they want to send a screenshot and say, what do I do next? And you know what? You can tell them what to say next. But when they actually meet the girl, it's like nothing adds up because they don't have the mindset. And it all comes from within. I believe that if you're a guy who's lacking results and who's lacking all these good things in life, that you should at least take six months to get that mindset first. Because the six months of sacrifice, of discipline, of you know, doing your bed every morning, working out, getting in shape, getting everything else right, is going to lead to a lifetime of quality, you know, quality relationships, quality life, peace of mind, um, physical health. And I think that's your focus. Because I think just like any, any anybody that does pickup, you start with the games, the routines, the text messages, but it all ties in. It's like, no, man, this is great. But if you actually, you know, if you actually master the, the mindset, it, it can get you a lot further. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, the mindset is everything. And, like, it all starts with discipline because the problem, the real problem is that since we are children, we are conditioned to think, um, to think in a certain way. We are conditioned to obey authority. We are, are conditioned to fear failure. We are conditioned to conform. We are conditioned into social engineering of how a man should, a man should uh, select women, like he's supposed to only be with one woman, which I believe is total bullshit. I have, um, I have done a lot of research into monogamy and stuff. And if you look at all the great men of history, Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, all your conquerors, all your rulers, all your true alphas, they were not monogamous, bro. And do you know that over, um, what percentage is it? But a high percentage of male sperm is actually designed to kill other male sperm. So what does that tell you about monogamy? You know, so back to my point about the negative uh, conditioning, what we are finding is that the subconscious mind is using 95% of our brain power, right? And it controls everything it controls how we perceive reality. So the, the main problem is that most guys, in terms of approaching females, they have negative subconscious programming regarding approaching a female. They, they um, will feel pain 
if they approach the female and pleasure if they don't approach the female. And that is ridiculous because if a guy wants to get results with girls, if a guy wants to have abundance, if you want to have eight girlfriends like me, you better go out there and approach them, bro. And that will link up to the point of learning to master the space between stimulus and response. That's the greatest gift I've learned from pickup is that I have the power to control how I perceive things. But it takes time and repeated effort, repeated action, and, um, and uh, fuck, uh, I don't know if I can swear, can I? Yeah, of course you can, bro. It's bad. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's bad hombres, yeah. So um, to actually, uh, I can't think of this word I'm, I'm trying to think of, to actually um, like consciously decide how you're going to interpret it. So when I coach guys, I always tell them, focus, be process-oriented. And I've been coached by one of the top guys, some of the top guys in the world, Gabriel Gray, Shawn Michael. And one of the common threads with all these masters is that we are process-driven. When I approach a female, if she rejects me or accepts me, it is no... It, it makes no difference to me. I am focused on the process, bro. You know, if I'm honoring myself and having the discipline to approach and the self-respect to approach woman and to do anything that requires discipline, jump in a freezing lake, drink eggs, prepare this healthy food, avoid using drugs, any of those things, I am supremely proud of myself because I used to be a victim of myself and I used to be a prisoner in my mind because I had no discipline, bro, and I wasn't able to approach. I was using drugs all the time. I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't training. So this is first and foremost about self-integrity, bro. It, it, it definitely is, but it takes a lot to, to make the first step, you know, um, especially yeah. there's a lot of guys. It's not just dealing with rejection because most guys would agree that, hey, the worst thing that can happen is he says no, and I'm back to where I was. But – that's not really the issue. The issue is this anxiety that comes up approaching the girl. It's like when you want to go to the gym, getting to the gym is the hardest thing because once you're there, you can you, you, everything falls into place, right? And I want yeah. you to elaborate a little bit <clears throat> on the mindset and how you can overcome that anxiety, that approach anxiety. Yeah, perfect. So – what you said was correct, okay? Um, uh, what you said is correct. The first step is the hardest step. But the other thing that you also said, which I really loved, was about taking time and start to train, start to eat healthy. When you start, if you're starting off on this journey of getting good at pickup, you need to understand that you need to start with things, with not approaching girls, but with eating healthy, with training, with respecting yourself. Because as you increase your discipline, your self-esteem increases at the very same time. Self-discipline and self-esteem are two um, concepts which are like basically twin brothers, you know, because think about it. When you act with self-discipline, when you go to the gym, when you eat this healthy food, when you avoid the drugs, you are communicating to yourself that I'm a person of value. You're communicating to yourself that I love myself. You're communicating to yourself that I have my back and you start to develop this sense of self-security. 
So in the, in the beginning, when the guys are not living with discipline, they are living with insecurity. So first you develop that security. And like you can start approaching right away, but like you just need to be careful how you go about it. Because if you start approaching right away and you're not living a disciplined lifestyle you're not, and you don't have the, any like knowledge, you're not going to get good results and you might develop really negative associations to approaching and then you might never get good at it. So you need to start off with really being fucking disciplined in your life. Like, I'm not just talking about this. I have discipline tattooed on my hand, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And if I tell you a little bit about my story, you know, I got addicted to drugs when I was 17 years old. And before that, I started training at gym from age 12 and I was the most disciplined kid that I've probably ever lived, bro. I used to drink eggs. I used to run in the morning, diet, everything, bro. I started taking drugs and I destroyed myself. And I lost all self-integrity. I lost all discipline and I lost all confidence as a result. And I went through so much suffering because of this stuff that I developed a respect for discipline. I, re I developed a respect for having my life in order. And that was one thing I wished more than anything else. So what brought me to where I am now, traveling the world, financially free, probably one of the most confident people that's walking on the planet now, is I had enough pain, you know, and like my pain from drugs was profound. You know, I had seizures from drugs, overdoses, I almost died. I had friends that died from it. And for me, living with integrity is a way for me to survive, bro. If I don't make my life how I really want it to be, I will go back to drugs, bro. If I start slipping and not eating this healthy food, not approaching on a daily basis, not, you know, caring about myself, then I'm, I'm fucked. I'm a fucked hombre then. I'm not a bad hombre. I'm a fucked hombre. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, man. So there was a, uh, I want to know about the turning point in your life. If there was a trigger that, that, that you woke up one day and you're like, man, I, I'm on a downward spiral. Like if I keep going this route, I, I might end up in jail. I might end up dead. So was there a specific event that flipped the script on you? Or, you know? Bro, um, that happened to me over and over again. That is one of the hallmarks of addiction. It's that you wake up in the morning after using all the drugs, you feel like shit. And then like even worse than shit. And you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to make my life good. And you really believe that you're going to. But then you fall back into the drugs over and over again. So this must have happened to me, I'm not even joking to you, thousands of times. But when things like really changed was when I left South Africa. Like it's, it's been a crazy journey because sometimes I'd be clean for five months and things would get better and then boom, I'd fall back. So it was like a constant thing. But I think eventually like when I, when I really saw what it means to live with discipline and the freedom that I have and the power that I have and what I can accomplish, that's when, that's when I started making the steps forward. And it wasn't, it wasn't um, like an overnight thing. You know, it took me time. But for these last two years, I've been on the most amazing journey, bro. Like, I can't even explain to you how crazy it's been. Because every day I've been gaming, 
for the last two years and and I game like really hard you know the other day in Ukraine I got 49 girls Instagrams in one day in Tel Aviv I got 36 girls um, WhatsApps in one day and <laughs> yeah but um, like I just decided bro that either I'm going to go hardcore and I'm going to live the life of my dreams or I'm going to die you know and when I had those seizures, bro, that was terrifying, bro, because like for a few days afterwards, my like speech wasn't right. And I thought maybe I've damaged my brain forever. And it's just terrifying, you know, and now my job is to give people hope and to be a sign of hope for others. So if guys want to get good at pickup and want to improve their life, remove that selfish ambition, you know, like it's important to care about yourself and that, but think about people that count on you. Think about your friends. You know, if you approach girls in front of your friends, that will inspire them to improve their life. You know, if you set example for people and they start to respect you, that will give you a different kind of motivation. You know, if a guy's out there and he's thinking, oh, I just want to fuck girls, you know, that's, that's weak, bro. You know, your motivation has to be a carefully cultivated thing, bro. Like for me, when I think of my motivation, okay, the first thing I want to inspire other men so they can be free. Pick, be, being good at pickup for me is not about, oh, I just want to fuck a lot of girls. Obviously, I want to fuck a lot of girls, but it's about really overcoming like the matrix, bro. Because when you are stuck in the conditioning that you raised with and you're operating under that and seeing the world in that way you are like in the matrix bro and i literally have left the matrix and i'm living with a level of freedom that i never imagined i never believed that i could and you know a level of influence that i never believed i could like i do approaching with some of my clients on the phone and just from them being on the phone with me, they gain confidence. When I come to be at a boot camp with someone, like just from them being around me, they get this like extraordinary confidence because I show them by example. You know, I was with a student in Ukraine the other day and he thought I was like scared to walk in this office with like maybe like 30 people there and approach the girl in front of everyone. And he's like, yeah, this will push your comfort zone. And I was like, bro, this is like nothing for me, dude. I just walked in there, got her details and went out, you know. One of the things as well, a turning point for me, a real, this one was the, the pickup turning point. So I was in Cape Town, South Africa, age 17, really good shape and everything. But I could not approach a girl, bro, because I was too scared to be rejected in front of my friends. So then... The morning comes, all my friends are by their tents from a trance festival. They're all by their tents, bringing the girls in their tents, going to fuck them. And I'm there, bro, lying on the, on the tire, dude, coming down off MDMA, really feeling like a piece of shit. And I decided, like, I'm going to get good at pickup. I read the game. I started approaching every weekend. And um, it was just so painful for me. So for the viewers out there, I want to ask you guys a question. Have you had enough pain, bro? You know, there's a, there's a psychological term called cognitive dissonance. And that is when your internal reality is not matching your external reality. For example, you want beautiful women in your life, but you're not approaching them. You're not taking the active steps to, to get there. 
Do you know that cognitive dissonance is the most uncomfortable thing in the world? It's the opposite of integrity. When I go out and I approach girls, in one day I normally get like maybe five or eight girls' Instagrams. Um, when I do that and I go to gym that day and I eat healthy and I stay clean, my man, I feel great, bro. I feel like it's like having water in the desert or it's like having a fire on a cold winter's night. If you are living with cognitive dissonance, my man, you're shivering in the cold, bro. I feel sorry for you if you're living like that, bro. I used to live like that. That is no way to live. No way at all. You don't deserve to live like that, bro. You deserve to be free. But you're going to have to work for it and make it happen. And the different mindset of a high performer and a low performer is the high performer, like me, for example. I'm happy, bro, that this shit is hard. I'm happy because... I take so much action that I have an advantage over people, like a general population, like a ridiculous advantage, you know? I'm going to gym all the time. I'm eating healthy all the time. I've sorted out my financial life. Bro, this shit's like shooting fish in a, in a, in a barrel, bro, with a pump-action shotgun. <laughs> all the time while we're doing this call, I'm just having messages from girls coming through. And the <laughs> other crazy thing is I was talking to my client about this today, is when I approach a woman are like bloodhounds for analyzing a man's character. They've evolved over millions of years to select a mate that's going to help them with survival, bro, and their children with survival. A woman's ability to see your character is extraordinary, bro. And when I'm approaching them, I've got such a fucking strong character that they can feel that, bro. They're talking to the real man, bro. And there's not that many of us out there. So that's why, like we were discussing, work on yourself, be disciplined and stuff, because women are going to be able to see in a second, bro, what, what, what kind of motherfucker they're dealing with, bro. They're dealing <laughs> with real, real alphas, real bad hombres when they're dealing with us. And the other thing is, it's a combination of power and warmth. So most guys, your typical nice guy, He's approaching girls with a lot of warmth, trying to, oh, you know, I care so much. But he's not bringing the power. He's not showing he's disattached. He's not showing that he is good by himself. He's not showing that, yeah, my life is all together. I'm a fucking alpha. So the real problem with most guys is they're not showing the power. Check this, bro. These messages just keep coming through, man. Um, he's not showing the, the female power. So it's a combination of power and warmth. A woman doesn't want to be with the guy that can't fucking do anything for her. Definitely, definitely agree, man. And I want you to talk about the daily constant bottle because this isn't this isn't a one time you fix and then you're good. This is a daily, sometimes hourly bottle that you that you have to have because every you can easily, you know, relapse into a downward spiral. And a lot of that has to come with, uh, you know, they say you're a product of your environment. Selecting your tribe, building a positive tribe full of winners, full of bad hombres, can also have a huge influence. And I want you to talk about the struggles. I personally struggle with the fact that I don't drink and I don't do drugs. I don't even smoke pot. I don't do anything, right? And it's a battle. It makes you it makes you boring when you go out, man. It's it's the truth, you know. I, I'm I'm perfect. I'm very happy, but that's a struggle I have. And the temptation sometimes when I go out and do a line or smoke a joint or 
drink alcohol and get drunk, it's up there, but it's a constant battle. And I want you to elaborate a little bit on, on how you overcome those challenges that are coming to you daily, hourly. Well, for me, the main thing is about reprogramming the subconscious mind. You know, so let me give you an example. If a child puts his hand on the stove in the kitchen and he burns his hand, bro, that kid is not going to touch that stove again, right? But that is the power of neural association. So the main driver of human behavior is either avoiding pain or gaining pleasure, but predominantly avoiding pain because that's a survival mechanism, right? That we evolved with for millions of years. So the real trick here is learning how to consciously reprogram your neural association. Bro, I used to use cocaine for like 10 years, bro. I couldn't stop. And then when eventually I stopped and I, and I learned about neural associations and I kept on conditioning in my mind that drugs are bad, bro. They make me feel like shit. And I would always visualize the next day after the drugs. Now I have a negative association to using the drugs, so it's easy not to do it. It's easy, bro. It's like, it's like basically I'm that kid who put his hand on a fire, bro. I'm not going to fucking put my hand on a fire again. So I think the main point I'm trying to make here is that when you start to control your paradigms, how you actually see the world, what you associate with pleasure and pain, that's when you develop mastery. You know, for me, bro, if you put a kilo of cocaine in front of me, I would throw it away, bro. I would have no, no desire whatsoever to do it. And I mean, you're talking to a guy that had seizures bro, from fucking cocaine, bro. I could not stop that. I used to like sell my shit to buy cocaine, bro. I even used to be a gigolo for some time to sell cocaine. And I used to fuck girls in front of their fucking husbands. That's nasty, bro. I'm not proud of that, but I'm not ashamed of it either. And if you guys have done some bad shit in your life, you don't need to be ashamed. No one is perfect. You don't need to front, bro. I can tell you guys any bad shit that I did. I'm not ashamed because I'm a human being, bro. And I made mistakes. You know, and, and I think coming back to that daily battle, I think that battle becomes so much harder when people or men struggle to be accountable to themselves, you know? Like, you need to tell yourself now, bro, what kind of fucking guy do I want to be? Do I want to be an alpha male and fucking get everything I want, get all the girls that I want? Well, you can't ever have all the ones that you want, but you can have more than you can handle. Um, do I want to live a life of, of victory, bro, honor and integrity? You know, ask yourself that question, bro, the viewers. And if you do, then look at your life and, and see what the fuck you're doing wrong. If you are consuming processed sugar, boom, you're making a mistake there. If you're not going to gym, boom, you're making a mistake. If you're not going out and improving your social skills, boom, you're making a mistake. But the real problem is self-deception, is that guys are sitting there and they're like, oh, man, oh, I can't get good with girls because I have a big nose, bro. I know some fucking pickup artists that are ugly as shit and they get brilliant results, bro. I was in Ukraine. And I saw these girls, my friend, bro. You know, in Ukraine, they have the hottest girls in the world there. And I saw some of these guys where they look like fucking monsters, dude. And their chicks were hotter than any girl I've ever been with. <laughs> so back to the point of, of um, self-deception. It's like, to be honest with yourself, is 
the solution to ending the struggle. Because if you're honest with yourself and then you make a plan of action and you start following that plan of action and you intentionally uh, program your subconscious mind, this will become part of you. You know, like for me, it's just like, great, bro. I don't use cocaine anymore. I eat healthy all the time. I approach girls all the time. I'm free. And it's part of me, you know, but you're always becoming something. So if you're deceiving yourself and you're still not approaching, you're still not um, eating healthy, you are becoming more of that person that you don't like. Wow. So I would say like with the daily struggle, like if you're in a bad place right now, sit down, bro. Fucking make yourself a schedule for the next 21 days. Go to gym fucking five, six times a week. Don't eat any bullshit. And your self-esteem is going to rise and you're going to become maybe 100 times more powerful just in 21 days. If you haven't been doing these things and you start doing them, you will feel a sense of security, a sense of peace and a sense of confidence that you don't even know, bro. Like there's this uh, tattoo I have. I'll show you this one here. It says um, deep within man dwell those slumbering giants. No, dwell those slumbering powers, powers that would astonish him and revolution and completely revolutionize his life if roused and put into action. And this is something that I've believed in for a long time, that I had a giant sleeping within me. And the way that you wake that motherfucker up is simple, bro. It's ambition, knowing what you want, having that desire, discipline, which is execution, making your plan of action, following that plan, consistency, which is following the plan, being consistent, and leverage, utilizing the correct strategies and methods, like for approaching, go learn some skills of approaching so that you leverage that skill to become better. And the same with gym, you leverage um, different training techniques and, and stuff. And, and even like with time, you know, time is something that you leverage too. And it's incredible when you wake up the slumbering giants within you because you start to see the world differently. Like things can't affect you, bro. Like I have so much power in my mind because I choose how to interpret everything. So I've got this extraordinary ability to control the space between the stimulus and the response, you know, and I want you guys to know that you can do the same thing, bro. When I walk in the supermarket and I see the chocolate there at the fucking counter, you know, when they try and, and they con you, bro, into, <laughs> into destroying your body. When I see that, I feel really good because I'm like, yeah, boy, I'm not going to have that. I'm a straight alpha, bro. I'm not going to let temptation do fuck all to me. So while some guys are like, okay, if they resisted, well done. But if they, their mindset's still not really developed, then they're like, oh, it's hard for me not to have this chocolate. But for me, I'm just like, yeah, boy, I'm not having it. I'm happy, bro. You know, and the same thing with the approaching, bro. I'm approaching, dude. No one can touch me, dude, because I'm just proud of myself for trying, you know, coming from that place where I was being such a prisoner in my mind to now being the master of my mind. It's, um, it's a miracle for me, bro. It's literally a miracle. Yeah, there is this approach, um, and I've noticed the guys that have the most success in pickup. There's this approach where it's like, you know, you build it and they will come. 
and it starts from the kind of breakfast you have to the kind of clothes you wear. I mean, guys just, you know, I have a friend, Carlo. He's on the show a lot. And, dude, when this guy goes out, he spends a lot of time dressing better. But when we go out, he's the guy that, that gets a lot of attention. But it's it all starts with, you know, even in the shower, you're singing, you're dancing, mindset, you get the mind in the right state of, you know, you get in the right state of mind. You have a good meal. You don't have nothing heavy. Um, the clothes you wear is nice. You did a good workout, so you feel pumped. You have a haircut. You look like you look after yourself. Yeah, yeah. You go to the barber and you tell him you want the Daddy Yankee haircut, you know? <laughs> what haircut? Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee haircut. So if you go to like a Latino barber shop, they'll have like pictures of rappers and you're like, I don't know if I want the Nikki Jam or the Daddy Yankee, but I'm going to go with the Daddy Yankee or the Maluma. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it's just so fascinating, like your point now with your friend that gets dressed up and what we're talking about, like showing women we look after ourselves, because all human beings are primarily selfish creatures. That's how every creature is like that, you know, it's our survival first. And it's like, if you present yourself badly to a woman, how do you think she thinks you're going to treat her, bro? You're not going to be able to respect her. You can't respect yourself. You can't respect her. When a woman sees me, bro, she comes to my place. She sees my body's good condition. I'm in good shape. I'm healthy as fuck. I live in a, an amazing house. Look at this house. I always live in these kind of places, you know, really beautiful places. And, you know, this is a sign that I'm a fucking alpha male, bro. I get what I want in life, bro. And if she is with me, She's safe, bro. And plus, being healthy means you're going to fuck the shit out of her. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, even, even once a female told me this, eh? I was in uh, Vietnam, and I was fucking jacked as usual. And um, this girl came to me, and she's like, wow, your body's really good. And I was like, thank you. And then she said, but you know what I like about it? She said, I like what it represents. You know, and that's why women love muscles because that represents that I'm a hard worker, bro. To build up muscles is, is not easy, bro. You bigger than me, though, so fuck it. Got something to aspire toward, eh? How much do you weigh? I don't got a six pack, though. I'm 6'2 and um, 250 pounds. 250? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. I'm like a lightweight, bro. I'm like 100 and, uh, 176 pounds, like 80 kilograms. But the, the point I was making was like, even the female herself told me, she's like, I like what that represents. When you're in good shape, that shows your character, bro. You know that I'm at the gym, bro, fucking killing it, bro, because I'm hungry, bro. I'm disciplined. I have passion. And some days I don't feel like going, even though for the most part I've conditioned my mind to associate pleasure with gym. But even some days when I don't feel like it, that's when that discipline is called for. That is why I'm so fucking caught up on discipline because as we were talking about, like the first step for the guys to make, dude, that's going to take you discipline, bro. The first approach is hard, bro. But you Just need kidding. to understand, yeah, they need to understand that as they continue on this journey, it'll become easier, bro. Yeah. The more you do it, the easier it'll be, it'll come. You know, it's like... Hey. It's just like everything in life, man. The first time you were at work, the first time you were working, or the first time you were at school, the first time you had sex. I mean, it's 
it sucked. And as you kept doing it and doing it, then you become great. And then uh, and then you become like Michael here that just like they can't even walk the next day. You know what I mean? <laughs> His girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, jeez. That's, that's the thing, you know, guys, like this is your life. Yeah. And you only have this one life, bro. And we young right now, bro. You yeah. know, the time for action is not tomorrow, bro. The time for action is today, bro. Go and, to gym today, guys, please. Yeah. You know, eat healthy today. When I see people, bro, eating like fucking junk, bro, yeah. I just look at them and I, I feel sorry for them, bro. Yeah. Because they don't have self-respect. Like, I'll go and eat a piece of cake once a week, bro. I have sugar once a week. But you won't catch me dead, bro, drinking Coca-Cola. You won't catch me dead with fucking processed sugar. You know, if I'm having that cheat meal once a week, I'll go to a nice coffee shop, have a piece of cheesecake, bro. And that's it, bro. I think, uh, you know, the problem with body positivity and stuff, some stuff is great, but don't don't let it fool you that just because, uh, you know, females get behind this whole, like, it's okay, accept who you are, that they're going to be attracted to you because they're not. But you know? they, you know, that thing what you spoke about, body, body positivity, that is like encapsulating the problem in our society. You know, they are promoting mediocrity when they go on the TV and they fat like shit and they're like unhealthy, bro, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine, and they support that, they are teaching the next generation yeah. that it's okay to be like that. That's not okay, bro. That is not okay. All people should train. It's a thing for your health, dude. Yeah. You know, we are animals. We evolved walking around, hunting, gathering, being active, and only post-industrial like, revolution did we come to this point where people are living such a sedentary lifestyle. And it's fucking unhealthy, bro. These body positive people, bro, I'm telling you, they don't have quality of life like me, bro. I can go now and run 10 kilometers, dude. Pick up girls all the time while I'm running, bro. That's also something I love to do. Just the tip for the guys is you combine positive habits, bro. So I normally combine like a morning run with a pickup fucking session, bro. And also another little tip for the boys, for the bad hombres out there is there's this one technique of approaching that I do called the shotgun approach. So I approach the girl confidently and everything. And then I say to her, I'll throw in a false time constraint. I'll say, Oh, I'm just going for a meeting. Only have two minutes. Um, can, uh, can I get your Instagram? Boom. And then you get it and you go, you know, and while you're on the run, it's like to make an impression on somebody only takes six seconds. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're in a set for longer, you can build more connection and stuff. But I prefer, personally, that shotgun approach, get huge volume, make a good impression. Because just me being in her presence as the man who's disciplined and, and has shit together, just that makes an impression. Then I get on Instagram, then on my stories, I show my lifestyle. I show this breakfast that I make. I show myself at gym, take some pictures, flexing, bro. Then these girls start liking all your pictures. And before you know it, dude, you have more abundance than you can handle. Bro. I've got more girls than I can handle right now. That's a nice problem to have. 100%. And I would say probably 90% of guys don't have that problem. I think it's only like 10% of men that are like, you know, talking, dating, texting 90% of the females out there, you know. And yeah. there's a huge market. There is a, and the, but the problem is, guys, 
they just want that routine. They just want that text. They don't want to put in the work. They just want the, you know what I'm, you know what I'm telling you? They, that's they my, want the prize without the fight. Exactly. Exactly. From being on these Facebook groups, I, I get guys that ask me, Hey, you know, I've seen your screenshots. I've seen this, I've seen that. Do you have any books? Do you have any routines? And I'm like, dude, these conversations that I have on text message from Tinder to move to text to move back to my place, this isn't a routine that I learned. This all came from mindset. And when I send a text message, it comes from a place of, of abundance because I have everything else was great that day. I killed it at work. I killed it at training. You know, I went home. I had a good, a good meal, you know, and that's my priority, bro. I, I spend, you know, I, I don't, I don't. I have a meal prep company. They send me my healthy portion meals every week. Um, I, I have personal trainers. I consult with my <clears throat> my trainer. I had him on the other day, Coach Little Joe. Shout out to Coach Little Joe. He tells me about diet, nutrition, supplementation. Um, I have a therapist that I see once every two weeks for my mental health. You know, um, so all of these things have now got a compounded effect. And even me not trying and me not even going looking for game or going to try and pick up, they do come. They do approach you now. They they can see your Instagram that this guy is a guy in a mission. This is a guy who's got goals, targets. This is a guy who's a prize. Let me – there are guys that are talking to themselves in their inbox. Meanwhile, she's talking to herself in my inbox. But just because I am trying to hit my targets – and I want you to talk a little bit about, you know, the residual benefits of just having all this, this lifestyle and this mindset. Um, well, the first thing about this mindset, the first benefit for me is that I've been going down this path of self-integrity and really seeing what I'm capable of. So, like, I've become aware that I am so much more powerful than I ever thought that I was, you know, like I'm at the moment helping people change their life around the whole world. I've got friends around the whole world. I've got people that respect me around the whole world. I developed a level of freedom that is beyond what I could ever imagine, bro. Like I never even knew that I was stuck in the matrix before. I never knew that I was uh, operating under these uh, negative paradigms and negative associations. I never knew that I had the power to control how I see things. Bro. I never knew so many things that I know now. And another benefit of it is like, I've become more financially free than I ever imagined that I could. Like, I make about 10 times as much money as like my friends back in South Africa who work office jobs, dude. And I, and I fucking... Just do what I like all the time. I go to gym. I help guys with their game. I pick up girls all the time. Like I literally live a life better than I ever thought life could be. And, and that all came to me through living a principle-centered life, you know, and, and, and uh, respecting those principles. Like something like discipline. I put that at the top, bro. You know, something like consistency, honor, integrity, brotherhood, all those things. And I've gotten... So much, so much reward from it. Like, I think that I have a form of wealth that not even billionaires have, bro. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because I live life with courage, dude. I live life free as a bird, bro. If I see a girl in a restaurant that I like, even if she's with five people, I can go up to her, no problem, and approach her. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that sometimes I'm conscious of is like physical danger. You know, like if I can see she's sitting with like five fucking bikers and uh, that would not be a good idea, you know, and I've got myself in some dangerous situations before. I got beaten up and robbed in Ukraine the other day because I was gaming with the clients on the phone at like 12 o'clock at night, walking through dangerous areas. And I got like fucked up. My knee got like really damaged. My lips were big. I had a black eye. But the next day, I was there again approaching. But that time, I brought some weapons with me, you know, like pepper spray and shit. (laughs) But the whole thing is, it's like, I refuse to live life in fear, bro. And when you overcome that fear and you start living this lifestyle, bro, you're going to fucking find what I found. And you're going to see that all the stuff that you thought was hard is actually easy. And approaching girls or like avoiding drugs can go from being something that you have to push yourself to do to something that you're happy to do. Do you know what I mean? So it's like your mind can like fucking change so much. And that actually, there's a term for that. It's called neuroplasticity. That is the brain's ability to actually rewire itself. So I'll give you another tip regarding the mindset because that's what I specialize in. So whenever I'm thinking or going out approaching whatever, I'm always dividing my thoughts into two categories. So either this is a self-empowering thought or self-disempowering thought. So for example, an excuse is a self-disempowering thought. Um, bad attitude thoughts are self-disempowering. Anything that removes your power, you know, that's self-disempowering. And then self-empowering thoughts is positive thinking, taking accountability, responsibility, thinking positively, you know. And I do that so much that it now has become part of my subconscious mind. And I immediately revert to self-empowerment all the time. So the way that I actually think is so powerful because I remove the negative thinking. Like it still happens to me sometimes. But um, for example, I arrived in Colombia about 10 days ago. The first eight days, I was on a positive mindset the whole time. Two nights ago, I had some negative thoughts. I couldn't really control it. It's a night time. I was feeling so shit. And... Um, the next day I woke up and I also still felt like shit. I couldn't sleep that night. I felt like shit. But I woke up, I made my breakfast, I went to gym, helped my customers, and boom, I was back in it, baby. And now I'm back there again, bro. And yeah, yeah I'm living life with so much joy and happiness and freedom. Like, I can't even believe that I'm talking to you now about this. I can't believe that this is actually my life. Yeah. You know, and, and when your life changes so much, like my life changed so much, it's like, it brings its own challenge, you know, and it's like now I've reached like the last frontier because normally what I used to think is, oh, if I was traveling the world, picking up girls all the time and I had some money, like enough money to survive, I'd be happy. But it's not like that. You need to still work on your mindset. You need to still aim for bigger things. You need to still push yourself because as soon as you're not pushing yourself and moving forward, you're dying. Wow, that was a powerful, powerful <clears throat> podcast that we've had, man. I think uh, I think you've seen a lot of value, bro. I'd love to have you here more often. Um, yeah. I think this is great. I always like to ask my guests, who's your top five wish list for the Joe Rogan podcast? 
I'm not sure, but I'll just do a shout out to one person. Sure. Greg Flip. Rest in peace. Rest That's in my peace. hero, bro. That guy changed my life, bro. I listen to his every day. We need more people like him. He was like a Captain American type of guy, man. Uh, I That's was my hero. You know, the way he died too, shooting the commercial and the train rack. It was, uh, I remember, you know, just watching his videos and, um, dude, that, that, that was one death that I, that hit me per, like I, I felt personal. Yeah. I took it personal. Me too, bro. Yeah, man. But, uh, that being said, brother, uh, thank you so much, man. Once again, if you can drop your Instagram where people can find you and your Facebook and everything. Uh, maybe just uh, the Facebook, you know, I've got actually two identities. So one of them is for like pickup and the other one is like my real one. So my Instagram is private. But yeah, you know, I just want to tell the viewers out there, you know, Greg Flip's legacy lives on through people like us, bro. You know, go listen to what that man had to say, bro. I'm going to go to gym soon and listen to him. That guy was no nonsense, bro. Yeah. And I'm going to tattoo his face on my body, bro. Yeah. And that guy, you know. That guy was just unbelievable. I don't think I don't think you can find one person that can say anything negative about this guy. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. There's a lot of people yeah, out yeah, yeah. there, out there. This guy was the real deal. That guy was a champion beyond. And I'll just uh, end this off with one of his uh, quotes. He said, uh, "Some people shoot for it, some people snort for it, but I sweat for it, bro." And that's what you'll find, guys, is yeah. that when you work for something. And you discipline yourself and you get that prize, bro. That's the best high in the world. Two days ago, I was fucking a girl who was a 10. A 10, guys, a big, juicy, South American ass, perfect. Hello. And I just had this realization that I created my life by design, bro. And that's what I want for you guys. I want to uh, say thank you, bro, for creating this initiative. You know, Bad Hombre, I think it's really awesome. We can also do an interview on my group one day. If you like more collaboration, maybe 100%. one day we can meet up and go and conquer the world, you know. That's it, man. That was powerful, brother. Thank you so much, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Keep Much love, bro. <laughs> Take care, brother. Bye-bye. Love your energy, bro. Keep killing it. <laughs> for life. That's it, man. You take care, bro. Ciao. Peace. Bye. South Dark! Can't see a thing. I hear a song of the broken beat. Give me nickel, give me dime. Give me doll, I'll give you a smile. Ah, so there can't see a thing on the corner of the street. Your time broken wind, don't give it and don't need a thing. Hey bro.